Train to Busan, right? Train to Busan, yeah. Yeah, did you uh did you watch it again already? Uh yeah, I was uh I watched through most of it a little while like not too long ago. Oh, also keep making those uh thumbnails like you did for Shang Chi. I'm gonna I'm gonna use them as the, the okay, cover. Art. I saw that on your thing, and I was like, wait, how did that come up there? Okay, you used it. Okay, yeah, I, I grabbed. I was like, I'm gonna use that actually. Awesome. <laughs> I have to think of something funny for the train to Busan. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast, Chat Hazard. I'm your host, Fat Hazard, with Riorku, my co-host. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> and we're back I, again. I'm not going to do it. Not when you expect me to do it. I'm not going to do it. it. I want you to you do it when I ask. Forget. I want you to be like my little wound-up monkey. Just dance for me, damn it. Oh, my God. We're basically wound-up <laughs> monkeys. Like, we're, we're audio monkeys for, for our Essentially. listeners. Well, welcome in, guys. Today... This week's episode is going to be about Train to Busan. I believe it was 2015 South Korean zombie movie. We're going to be talking about that today. So get ready for some spoilers if you haven't seen it yet. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. First initial impressions. Matt, how do you um, feel about the movie? Well, like once you let, let's let's go ahead and kind of see if we can <laughs> if we can keep keep on the rails here. At the beginning, the start of the movie, let's say like the first Ooh. 15 minutes, how did you feel about the movie? It was, uh, so, I haven't really watched a lot of horror movies at all late, like in the, oof, it's been quite a while. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, I, I guess I wasn't sure what to expect, like, watching one that was made in, like, 2016, like, but I like the uh, opening, you know, it wasn't, like, explicitly horror, other than that, that first part with the deer that was all kind of creepy. But uh, I, right. I like the way it's set up, you know, like the the main guy who, who's got those uh, Korean names are kind of hard to remember sometimes. So I'll just say the the main dad. Oh, uh, the kind the of uh, his, uh, his relationship with his daughter. What's his name? Young is going to play out. Gok? What's Gook? that? I think is the character's uh, name. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, you've seen it more times than me, so I'll I'll defer to you as far as uh, I think that's a, that's the character's name. Anyways, the name. We, we, we people who have seen the movie. It's 2016. My bad. Uh, people who yeah. have seen the movie know who we're talking about. Is the main dad who who has seen the movie is kind of a not present father. Not necessarily, right. I would say a bad father, but you don't. I didn't like him at the start, personally. It's that uh that whole trope, you know, like the workaholic dad mm-hmm. who was uh, well-meaning. You know, obviously he works to support his family, but he kind of misses out on the important things you know, regarding like his daughter's upbringing and stuff. So that that's kind of where it sets it up. Yeah, yeah, and you get this uh you get this really interesting story because like he's cause at first I didn't like him at all at the start of this movie. I was just like, man, he seems like he's kind of a kind of a, a dick. He's not very aware. Like he buys his daughter a Wii U again after buying her one already yeah and it's like for her <laughs> and, birthday and just like and i don't that's know where it really lets you know that this is a at least before the switch otherwise he would have been buying her like a switch or something yeah <laughs> yeah a little later well not even that but it's just like it just shows you how like how absent he is and yeah you, you know he, he already bought this for her and he's just like oh i'll get this one. like oh wait i already got it for her and you got his mom trying to convince him to to not throw away his marriage to his wife because you really don't hear much from the wife throughout this movie but you know that they've separated she lives in busan and so are they separated or like full-on divorced and that's i, I want to say i want to say they're separated because it doesn't sound like she's still, she still refers to him refers to her as his wife and like uh, like oh you shouldn't have banned it so easily exactly that's why i say Which like i kind of implying like there's not totally like separ- like like you know gone just yet but i wasn't uh, completely sure yeah no exactly it doesn't really tell you a whole lot about it it just gives you enough information for the story which is fine like she his daughter wants to go see her mom in busan for yeah. her birthday which is i believe the following day and, yes, oh, and mind you, you also get this uh, scene at the beginning where he, you see he's like a fund manager or like a finance manager uh, of something. fund manager, yeah. Yeah, something like that. And he's being asked a bunch of questions at work. Product placement, Burger King, all that good stuff. 
The way what? I don't remember the Burger King thing. Yeah, like the, it, it shows him eating Burger King when before he oh, leaves. Oh, okay. I wasn't, I wasn't really paying attention to that part. <laughs> I, I didn't notice it until I rewatched it like the second or third time. I was like, oh, he's eating Burger King. <laughs> that must be exotic poor, for, for Koreans. Poor guy. Hey, Burger anyway. King's not that bad. Moving on. It's not that bad. It's oh, not it's not it's, it's not the greatest. I'd rather go eat there than in and out. We'll put up a poll later and see what Oh my god. We're, we're gonna do a we'll Twitter poll about this later, is. okay. <laughs> but um but yeah, you get that, and um, you get this scene where, like, uh, I think, like, where they're driving through the city at night, him and his daughter, and there's, like, ash falling from the sky. At first, you think it's snow, but it's ash. Something's, like, on fire, like a building's on fire. Mm-hmm. And it's very, like, ominous from, from like, the start till, like, they get onto the train that something is amiss. Yeah. Does it ever, um, I know there's a, I didn't see it, but I know there's, a, like, a prequel to this, like, how long has like this been like building up? Like I know like when they're on the train, like that's when like shit really starts to hit the fan. But uh, wait, it's been kind of like there's been like kind of like mini like outbreaks of uh, like infected running around, right? Like before this, I'm pretty sure, but I don't think there's a prequel to this. There's a sequel. Wait, there's a, there's a prequel called Soul Station that it's like an anime oh, that takes place. I had no idea about that actually. Yeah, I saw. Um, I was reading up about it here, and it, it came out like a month after this one did. I got to check that out now, because uh, that's because I know there's the sequel, which is Peninsula, which I which I heard didn't yeah, do it as says, good. Uh, the animated prequel Soul Station was released a month after uh, after this movie was. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But soul anywho. as in like Soul of Korea, and that Soul as in like, a person's soul. Yeah, 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 cool, 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 cool. But uh, but no, um. So we get to the we get them on the train and we get introduced to like a bunch of other characters because um, it's not just the the dad and the daughter. Uh, you end up getting introduced to uh, I believe uh, the boy on the baseball team with the girl that won't leave him alone. Like she obviously right. really likes him, and, yeah. the, and the rest of his team. And then, and then that's, you have the uh, the, and, the pair of uh, sisters that are like the like you know they're kind of like older the elderly sisters who are kind of like uh, traveling um, together traveling together you know you can kind of tell one's kind of like the more like uh uh cynical kind of like eh, screw everything. and then you have one that's like kind of doting like trying to take care of his sister which plays a uh, important later on yeah and it, then it, our it, favorite character <laughs> we get introduced to um i don't know if his name is ever said apparently his name in the movie is song Paul. um uh, That's what I'm seeing here on the IMDb page. Song Hua. Yeah, Song Hua. Song Hua. Song Hua. 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 Yeah, Song Hua. That's how you got it. You're okay. not uh, a linguist and other. <laughs> no, I am not. Please excuse. Do, do, please excuse. excuse <laughs> I'm going to butcher everything that is foreign to the English language, so bear with me. Yeah. But uh, you get, we get introduced to him and his wife, and uh, we get introduced because uh, the little girl goes to go look for the bathroom. From the first dad, he's asleep, mm-hmm. and she comes across them, and it's yeah. like the thing I like the most that I really wanted to touch about with these opening scenes is you get this—they're quick, but you get these little moments of banter between all these little groups of characters that uh, we're yeah, going to be yeah. following. It's not—it's uh, not just like okay, here's a bunch of action. Okay, let's stop for some dialogue. Bunch of action. Like there's like little like nuances between the uh, the characters, like and like the interactions. You know, before you know everything kind of goes to goes to crap. Like you can tell that the the boy on the baseball team and that girl, like he does like her, but he she also embarrasses the fuck out of him just because she's yeah. loud and obnoxious, and he's not. And it's kind of it's cute. It's really cute because usually it's the typically with stuff that we've grown up with, it's usually the guy that's the loud and obnoxious one. And I'm I like right. the I like it when they do flip the rules because it does happen. And uh, so that's really cute. You get the moment between the two older sisters, the elderly women. Where you know one's trying to feed the other because you know they need to exactly, eat. Exactly, yeah. Like I think she's like probably like the slightly older sister that's like kind of like doting on her little sister. Yeah, and it's cute. And then you get the the our homeboy uh, song. Homeboy, his, yeah. That's how we used to. <laughs> yeah, I, call, I just call him homeboy. And no, and, his, and his wife like having this little banter outside of the bathroom with the with the daughter at his, one point. His wife, who is uh, I, like just on the verge of about giving birth maybe like eight oh. 
Yeah, I want to say she's months. like eight months. Yeah, she's. I guarantee she's at least eight months. Like, there's no way she, it's less than that. If she is yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, it's it's close. Like, she's close to to her due date, it seems. And, and I think uh, her name is Seong. Um. No. Uh. No. Wait. Yeah, you're right. Say Song Song Kyung. <laughs> we may suck at this. Yeah, we always. We suck at this. We suck at this so bad. Anyways, so... Oh, and we also get introduced to the uh, businessman. The oh. elderly business guy as well. He's also on that train. And he, he, like you see him in the background of like every scene where things are starting to get wild. Of him just like looking and trying to like see what the fuck is going on. Like he's constantly sticking his nose in every little thing that's happening on this train. This guy sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. This guy sucks. Uh, but what I don't understand, and I know it's it's a trope for for zombie movies. I actually didn't think I was gonna like this movie because when the the zombie chick gets on the train, she makes so much fucking noise getting on the train. It's a wonder the guy who was watching the door that she just ran through behind him, yeah, that doesn't really, notice that she if she's there. That's one of those things where you just have to like kind of suspend your disbelief. Like, come on, someone would would totally see someone making all that noise like 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 retching and like like kind of scraping along trying to get on the yeah train. but it's, it's one of those those tropes that you just kind of oh. like go with like to you know it's gonna set up the rest of the movie and it's funny because you see her get on the train go into a bathroom and then you hear across the radio hey we got somebody that's a stowaway oh yeah uh, yeah yeah it's, and it's a misdirect like a, they go and they confront yes, whoever stowed away and it's a homeless guy uh i don't know what his name is Cause like, uh, I don't think they give him a name. I don't think so. Uh, just the vagabond. Oh yeah, no, he's just homeless, homeless man. He's just homeless, homeless. man. <laughs> Wherever he happens to be that day. <laughs> and you, you, they confront him, and he's just like, "Oh, everybody's dead." Like he's doing that trope of like, everybody's turning, everyone's eating each other. Like essentially, he'd be the guy like in an American movie holding up a sign that says like, "The end is near. Repent." <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm I'm surprised they didn't do that because like that's in every zombie fucking movie that's been made in the last like 15 Which, years. Uh, quick sidebar: Did you hear they they are gonna remake this like a um, like an American version? Oh my god, why? Why? Just why? No, why? This movie's fantastic. This movie is absolutely amazing as is. Why do we need to make it worse? I, I don't know. I, I just saw a little bit about it before we uh, recorded here that there is a... Like, I, I don't think there's any like release date or anything, but like, it's just being planned. It's just... It's not going to be as good. It's just... It's not. Maybe it'll be a good Probably movie. Not, but I'm always willing, for the most part, like willing to give the uh, benefit of the doubt and see you know, if it will be or not. But yeah, you're probably right. I don't think it'll be as good as this. I just... I don't think it will. But anyways. So they confront him on the train. And uh, he says all that crazy stuff, and while they're confronting him, the actual zombie chick is, like, morphing in the space between the two cabins where the bathrooms are. Yeah, she's 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 turning. And then she attacks the uh, the stewardess that's trying to help her. Mm-hmm. And that's when things pop off, like, and that's when you can tell that... Uh, yeah, things ramp from, like, I'd say five miles an hour to, like, a hundred, like, fast. Yeah, no, they, they literally just, like, that, just take off. Like it's it's instant, how quick it pops off. Uh, I yeah, it's crazy. I'm taking a look at this director really quick because I want to make sure I'm looking at this correctly. Yeah, make sure we're mispronouncing his name correctly. I was gonna make a reference because I wasn't sure and I wanted to see because this this movie is shot like an anime if that makes sense, like the the particular angles style of of shooting kind of. And, uh, or I guess you could say was, it's more dynamic. I guess some if, of the shots are very um, Raimi-esque, uh, as in Sam Raimi, the like Evil Dead director. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The first scene where the uh, the zombies are you know like running out, like like you kind of have like this jolty like uh, like quick side to side like camera action as they're running towards the camera. Yeah, and it literally looks like the scene from uh, Evil Dead when the that house is turning on uh, on Ash's character. Oh, that's true. There's also a shot later on in the movie where you see all the zombies running through the train and it's like a complete side shot and you just see their figures running past the chairs. That to mm-hmm. me felt very like something from an anime. Like you would see done in anime. Yeah, like, yeah I can see that. There's no way that you could actually get that shot. That's a that's a 
not uh, an unrealistic shot, you know. But uh, I really like the way it's it's filmed, just generally. Like it's smartly done. The blocking's done really well, and like we said, it pops off quick. And like your immediate worry is the little girl, because the little girl by this point is standing right next to the fucking uh, area where people are getting bit and stuff like that. The dad finally wakes up and goes yeah. rushing to find yeah. her. Well, he woke up a little before, and, and then he's kind of like wandering through, and then he happens upon the, like everything going down. That's right. That's right. And. Uh, he turns around, runs back, and grabs her, and completely just steps around Homeboy. Like a freaking football player here. Yeah, like like Homeboy is like holding a zombie by the sh- by the like the collar and holding him off, and he just like steps around him and just like, yep, you got that. Never mind, bye. And dips. Oh, yeah. And Homeboy like holds them off, gets his wife to the door. They're go like because everybody's gotten into that one cabin, but he's that- like just looking out for themselves and not really uh, trying to help anyone else out. Yeah, exactly. And and at this point, I got really pissed off. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, I, like I already didn't like you because you seem like a like a bad father, kind of. But now you're you're gonna just let you're gonna let this new this family die. Like his him and his pregnant wife. Are you serious? And then he literally shuts the door on them and try and tries to keep them out. Yeah, I mean that part sucks. I, I do to a point understand like like in the moment like okay so you you have your child with you. I mean you're literally yeah yeah them the safety. I, I don't you know like, clearly you know he was like being a little more selfish than that, but like there are points of that that I do understand. Right, which is why like you can't absolutely hate him because he's trying to protect his child. Like I'm not yeah, a, shutting I, the door behind him was a dick move. It was an absolute dick move. Like get your child to safety, turn around and try to and help. He does. He does get called out on it by my homeboy. Oh yeah, hey, once, once they get in, he straight up calls them out, and I like the I like the interaction because it's uh, it's blocked really well where you see both of them kind of facing each other, but not really. Like homeboy is like directly body language directed at him, as in the yeah. other dad is kind of like turned away, like trying not to engage him because he doesn't want to admit that he was wrong for anything. Mm-hmm. And it's just mm-hmm. interesting because when he grabs him by the collar, it's like, oh look at this guy, like he's about ready to hit him. Is when like yeah, I was like, like oh, I feed you to, to them, like you know, just like damn. <laughs> and it's and it's a normal, it's a perfect reaction. I would be pissed the no, fuck yeah, off too. In that kind of situation, like you're probably just like literally running on adrenaline and like in fear, basically. So it's it's not, um, it's understandable. Like you know, some people's uh, reaction are going to be a little on the extreme side. Yeah. No. Exactly. And uh, and I and that's the other thing I think I like about this movie that it does really well throughout the whole movie. You see those genuine, well, what feels like genuine reactions people would have. It's not like the typical thing you would see in a zombie movie. People are still getting very upset, being very selfish in a lot of things and in a lot of ways, especially the uh, CEO of the bus transport company or whatever the fuck he's the CEO of. Uh, that older, oh, the, the older businessman. Is that what he is? I, I don't. I guess I didn't really think about what he did. I would just yeah. He says like, it at some point. Quote unquote he, businessman. He says it to the train conductor that like, hey, we need to go to Busan, and he's like, why? He's like, because I'm the CEO of like the bus transportation, and nothing, everything is getting routed to Busan. That's the only safe place. Yeah. He says that after they stop in uh, their first stop, which is like I think. The it starts with a D. Hey, it starts with. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try to remember what it, what the pronunciation is. Anyways, but uh, it just oh man, it pops off so fast and and uh, you know uh, tempers flare very quickly, and you know of course the pregnant wife is the one who realizes that if they can't see you, they're not gonna try to tempt the door. They realize that they don't know how to work doors. Of course, the zombies don't know how to work doors. Thank God, because if not, we'd be right. screwed. A would be screwed. Yeah, so that's pretty. I, I do like how there are instances of, uh, you know, rather than trying to like either outmuscle them or just escape, they they do try to like divert the zombies' attention or like distract them or or you know like they take advantage of things that they notice really quickly, which I, I think is pretty cool. Usually, you know, a lot of these like they'll just be trying to gun down the zombies or or just outright running away. So it's really cool to see um to see, to see like other tactics employed. Oh yeah, it's it's it's. it's... That's again. I really like the fact that the this movie pretty much went in directions you know I didn't expect. So they're all trapped on the train. They get to their first stop that they think yeah, is safe. Dijon Station. I, I Dijon think Station. That's right. 
Dijon mustard. Shut up. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. They get to that first stop, and uh, in between all that, the the first dad calls his uh, analyst Kim, or Kim calls him, and is like, "Hey, like, are you safe?" And like, "We're safe. Like, it can is there somewhere safe we can go?" He's like, "Oh, uh, my people can get you from Dijon Station." He has this phone call away from everybody because he he's trying to get him and his daughter out. Cause he's I know he's just a you know he's a hedge fund manager, but they do have some kind of a part in in this whole thing, right? Like, yeah, not yeah. Directly, but they, I think uh, I think they they allowed they pretty much put all the funding into what, what it, yeah, ended up being into the, one of the companies that that uh, ended up making this like thing, right? Yeah, I think that's because it that's kind of what it's kind of inferred, like, like a bio accident kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's and kind I think of it was on them to either let the company go bankrupt or or like fund it, and they, they ended up funding it, which is right. Kind of, I guess you know, one part of what led to led to this happening. Yeah, it's it's really like softly inferred. There's nothing really concrete said, but he has some involvement with it. Yeah, but yeah. he essentially calls for like a private escort. The homeless man overhears this, and so as they all get off the train station and all start filing out of the train, at least the people that are still alive. He starts to wander off in his own direction to get help, mm-hmm. and the homeless man's like, "You take me with you, or I'm gonna tell everybody. I'm gonna go <laughs> scream and get everybody to know that you're abandoning pretty much everyone." And as this oh, is, I, I, I kind of remember the part, but I, I, I don't remember him telling him that. Oh yeah, so uh, he essentially tells him something along those lines, like, "You take me with you, or I'm gonna tell everybody." Very okay. quick, and then they see the the. A soldier around the corner and the homeless guy starts running and shouting like hey i need help and then that's when he realized he's bloodied and a zombie attacks him and, and that then part was really like messed up i was like because usually like um at least in some other zombies like you know you you get the army there and you're like okay it's like a it's kind of like a safe haven but no like you quickly realize that the army's been overrun and like, yeah all the soldiers are, are most of them have been turned yep. in that uh the station that they're at and while they're going down the escalator um, with the, like the homeboy and like the older lady and the basket or the baseball team and all them like that, uh, there's the horde of zombies hits the bottom of that and he just looks at his wife. I love it. He just goes, "You can run, right?" And throws her <laughs> over the railing like, "Let's go, bitch." <laughs> uh, not in so many words, but yes. <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't give her really a choice. He's like, "You can run, right?" And then throws her over the railing and hops over himself, and they just start booking it up the stairs. Yeah, they're like, "Like, let's go." But man, it's I, that that part just to kind of like back a little bit, like, like, cause you get to like a, a place where you think you're gonna be safe, and then like to just be like, like, oh no, actually there is no no safe here. It was kind of like like a really jarring moment for me. I was like, man, that sucks. Like, oh yeah, and I don't I, know. Like, and, and I think that's what makes this movie so good. Every time, at least first watching it, you know, if again. If you haven't seen the movie, I recommend you go watch that movie before listening to this podcast because this will really you will really spoil it for you, and you want to enjoy that ride. But I think that's what it does so well. It constantly is <laughs> subverting your expectations in all the right ways. Yeah, big time. it isn't doing it like a season eight of Game of Thrones subversion for subversion's sake. You know, <laughs> I don't know if you I watch Game seen of Thrones, that yet, but. Uh... Yeah, don't. I, I, I'm aware of all the, the discipline. Watch up to season season five and then just forget about it. <laughs> okay, I'll, 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 uh, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> but uh, but anyways, uh, so you have that happen. Everyone starts running back to the train. People start dying, obviously, because zombies. And right. one of the Little zombies. One of the things you see happen is you see the baseball kid. Uh, I'm going to call him Ness. He's sure. got the baseball bat. Call him Ness. Yeah, we'll call him Ness. Uh, he's got the baseball bat. Or you want me to call him Lucas? It's either or. Um, let's go with Lucas. Okay, so Lucas he seems pretty much Lucas. watches friends get eaten right in front of him. Like, they're trying to get back to the train. He's, like, freaking out and stunned. And by this point, uh, you have the father who is... Or the main father, the dickhead of a dad, watching yeah. his daughter about to get eaten by a zombie because the horde is coming at him and he's fallen down at this point and then out of nowhere as the zombie's about to bite and eat his daughter you see homeboy fucking elbow that motherfucker right in the face and grab her and just start running oh wasn't he? i 
Oh, yeah, it, right. it was it was the point where the homeless guy also saves his daughter, but I think that happens later. No, that happens later. And then the homeless guy takes his jacket off, throws it over a zombie's head to help the dad out. The dad gets a book, shoves it in a zombie's mouth, and gets up and starts running towards mm -hmm. that giant glass door that they're trying to lock. Which, by the way, they should again suspending disbelief. This is a small nitpick. It's a giant door with two metal two metal beams or two metal U hooks. For the handles, you could have just stuck yeah. one of the fucking police batons that was sitting next to them th through the handles and just ran. Is it yeah, broke? I just just chalk it up to, like I said, just adrenaline, not like they're focused on very specific things. So Granted, not, like, it was still a great scene because them trying to lock the top was tension building the whole time. Yeah, it was oh just yeah, like, oh come on, God. like lock it, lock it, lock it, fuck, run. It's like, guys, come on. <laughs> And then it only holds for a bit until they like there's so many of them pouring into it that they just break the glass. Yeah, they break the glass and they go running anyways. And at this point, yeah, dad, uh, dad one and homeboy find the kid main, on the stairs. Main dad. Main dad. Main dad. Homeboy find uh, Lucas on the stairs, freaking out. They grab him, and go, we gotta go, kid. Come on. <laughs> yeah. And oh my God. they go running. You see the wife and the daughter get on one particular part of the train. With uh, with with Lucas, I believe, and then one of the one of the elderly women. She the the two elderly women get separated at this point. One is yeah, like at they, the back. They go of, on the, to different points of the train. I mean, they, neither of them know exactly what's going on, but yeah, they get yeah, separated here. They get separated, and then uh, Main Dead gets on the train and is like, "Yo, homeboy, come grab my hand. Let's get the fuck out of here." And I got really scared because you see him deviate from trying to get on the train, and it's because zombies are coming at him. And he yeah, picks up yeah. the shield and starts bashing zombies. And I was like, Captain Korea. I fucking love it. Captain Korea. He's Captain Korea. This is fucking amazing. Oh my god, dude. Oh, he officially man, became my favorite character. So <laughs> at that point. Like, he's my favorite character at the point. He gets on the train. They are gone. Oh, by the way, while this is all happening, that elderly businessman is bitching at the train conductor that we need to leave. We need to go. Yeah, he, fuck he everybody. Let's get the fuck out of here. Like, he's, like, basically, just the, the fact that he's on the train means they should go already rather than wait for anyone else. Yeah, which is why the train was taking off and which is why Homeboy had to run to get onto the train because it took off while they were trying to get on it. Yeah. But anyways. This is kind of the start of where the uh, the main dad is uh, is not just thinking about himself and he's trying to, like, you know, help help Homeboy and the uh, and Lucas over there. Yeah, yeah. It, it You start to see, like, he, his development is so subtle throughout the whole thing until the until you get to the end um it's subtle and then jump like but like it's also very like poignant like like at the at yeah. these points you know where like he's like without thinking he's well that's what i mean like for, uh, between those uh poignant moments that you're talking about like there's subtle moments in between all that where he's changing you can see it yeah, yeah. and it's uh it's it's really well done uh we get to my favorite part of of this because the the wife the daughter, the elderly woman, and the homeless guy find out that they're in a part of the train that is filled with zombies and they can't shut any of the doors in that little bathroom section. So they cram themselves into a bathroom to avoid the zombies and they're literally beating on that door trying to get to them. Mm -hmm. And the husband, yeah. first dad... This made me think, like, in real life, like, how come trains don't have, like, a button that, like, ejects cars, like, behind them? Like, that'd be so handy. I don't know if that's actually... <laughs> Because because should be a thing. Because people are psycho and we can't have nice things like that for emergencies. Because somebody well, would just be a jackass like, and just, just eject like the car. The I mean, not like explode the train or anything. No, like but if you detach. leave a if you leave a train on the track, another train eventually is going to hit that cart. I guess. Like you would have to have, not to get into the weeds of all that statement, but <laughs> you'd have to have a system set up to where they notify like the the train conductors that there's a cart on the track. You would have to have an emergency phone system that you'd be able to dial out from the separated cart if you're on it. And you have to have, like, all sorts of stuff in place so you wouldn't have, like, a big old accident. I, I guess. Still. But, but anywho, it would be anyway. convenient, but it... it getting, getting back on the rails here. Getting back on the rails, yeah. Getting As back on the rails. Uh, my favorite part comes up. The homeboy gets a hold of his wife, and it's the it's main dad's daughter screaming, saying, "We need help!" And the wife just goes, "Get your fucking ass over here!" and hangs up the phone. <laughs> yeah, 
And they're in like cart 12, they're in cart 18, they're like four carts from them or something like that. Uh, yeah, I think they're like five carts away. Some, something like that. I don't remember the specific number, I know it's a lot. And this is yeah. where my favorite part of the movie comes up because all of a sudden, main dad, homeboy, and Lucas, Lucas all fucking gear up and get ready to fight monster, fight yeah, the zombies. It's a pretty cool like like they're just really working with whatever they can find. Like uh, I, uh, I, boy, I, like tapes his uh, tapes his arms and like with padding and stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, Lucas has a bat, and then uh, what did the main guy the main guy have? He, uh, he he had the shield. He got the shield and the baton that uh, homeboy that brought it, onto yeah. the train. And I love it. The way it's shot is so well done. Again, it just reminds me of an anime. It's that low profile shot as he's like wrapping his arms and they're discussing everything. And it just it's like the the calm before the storm. Like right. they're they're all they're all very focused on what they're gonna do next. And, and sure uh, enough, it's at um I, it's at this point too where they start to kind of figure out more of the zombies like uh I don't know if you want to call it weakness, but like their their attributes. That yeah, they're, the, uh, they're nearly blind, right? Yeah, they they they're literally they're it's based all on sound, so they can't actually see anybody. They literally so they just start to um, because uh, like the the train passes through several tunnels, so yeah. they start to try to move when the train's going because they, they literally cannot see the the zombies cannot see like uh, if there's no light, uh, shining. Yeah, yeah. So they they you, they try to like get around the zombies that way, but I love it. The first scene they hit the first train cart before they figured that out, and they just demolish that cart of zombies. Like the homeboy yeah, just walks yeah. up, grabs a zombie by the face, and just fucking breaks his head on his knee. And I'm just like, Did, yes, yeah. He like doesn't yes. he break one of their backs, or maybe I'm maybe I'm just like projecting. On no, I think you're right. And he at one point he takes one zombie and throws him into the ceiling of the cart. And I'm like, God damn. Yeah, he threw him in the ceiling. That, I think I was like messaging you when I watched that the first time. I was like, dude. Did you just okay? You weren't watching. But like, did you just see that? Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's all, oh, dude. It's so good. They're just they're going to town. Then they, they get rid of that first cart, and then they hit the second cart, and that's when they realize that the zombies can't see. And they're yeah, like, oh, okay, we can get around them. So they they decide to crawl around them. And they and it's this beautiful shot of them just fighting and getting to them. And once they finally get to the wife and everything. Of course, you know, it's when the train is going through the tunnel and they're like, oh, I'm glad you're okay. Lights come back up. They're out of the tunnel. They go into the opposite bathroom. And there's this really sweet moment where, you know, they're all in there and the kids, even the, even Lucas is like happy. He's like, hey, we're, we're doing this. Like he's, he's getting his hope back. And you see homeboy like give him a wet wheelie and stuff like that. And it's like, hey, what do you, you think you're taller? You think you're badass? Cause you're look how short you are. Like you have this just genuinely funny moments. And then you have the main dad like, oh, like why do you have that ringtone as your, as your ringtone is so tacky. Yeah, just, like there's still enough like of a, like downtime for there to be like a, at least some lighthearted moments. Yeah. Of, and it's, it, of, of the chaos. and it's, and I love it because you get to see their personalities come through still. Like they're obviously they're, they weren't they, like outside of the situation. They would have never have interacted or even have been friends, homeboy and the main no, dad. Yeah. But because they're in the situation, like they both grew and adapted to what's happening. And I love it too because uh, you have this really serious moment with homeboy where he tells the dad, like it sucks being a dad, right? In a sense of like, uh, you know, you you catch all the shit and you get none of the reward. Like being right. a father is about sacrifice. And when he said that. I realized what the theme of this whole movie was, which is sacrifice. The whole movie is yeah. based around that phrase. And I was like, shit, I, I know what's going to happen now. Like, I knew yeah, yeah. I, I, I knew was, it was coming. I, mean, I was hoping it wouldn't, but I knew, like, I could start already counting, like, on one, like, one finger, like, two fingers who was going to live. <laughs> yeah, and it was, uh, I was like, shit, it's, a, it's about to get real here in a little bit. Like, this has been great, and I know it's about to, we're about to hit the wall. And I think it's, the I think it's the middle of the second act that this happens in. Because this whole uh, second act of the movie is, like, them going through the train to get them. Yeah, yeah, because there's still quite a bit after this. Yeah. And so they, they, like, get them, they get out of the train, they're trying to get around the zombies. They got the whole family, old lady, homeless man, pregnant wife, daughter, homeboy, main dad, Lucas. And they're, now they're trying to take these people through the train. They get around this first cart of people, and the only person that's left that they need to get down off like the high railing that they're using to get around them all is there's like where you put your luggage. They ended up using that to get around the zombies. 
The homeless yeah. man's the last guy. He slips, he falls, and then the lights come up. And it's oh, him yeah, and no, Main Dad. Like, oh. It's him and Main Dad. And they're just like he's like, on the count of three, you and me are going to run. We're going to just go for it. Because they, they won't notice us right away. And of course, yeah. as soon as the homeless man takes a step, he steps on a can and sets the zombies off. I know. Man, I was like, I was flipping out when I was watching that. I was like, oh, dude. oh my god, are you for real? Dude, I was pissed. I was like, motherfucker, run! Run! Run, goddammit! And of course they run and the zombies are chasing. They get through and homeboy is holding the door shut. The zombies got, a bunch of zombies got their arms through the door, but he's holding it shut, keeping them out for the most uh -huh. part. Lucas goes to the other door and they find out that the cart that they had called and told because the girlfriend of Lucas was on yeah. that train, or that park cart, and during this whole time, she was like, my friends are coming, they should be safe. That elderly businessman is like, there's no way. Six carts yeah. all the way here. How do you know they're not infected? And he, he pretty much turns that whole cart of people against her. They break yeah, her phone yeah, he and hold her hostage, and they just even tie. though it's not his intention. I mean, he does make it like okay, like if you were didn't know anyone, like like it would be hard to assume that they all did make it out without being infected. You know, you know, we as the audience see that they're not, but yeah, but still, like, like, like you no, know, you're right. I'm just saying, like it, that's why it was. I feel like it was easy for him to to kind of turn everyone else because, like, logically, that does make sense. Yeah, and even it's... though he wasn't running off logic, he was just trying to save himself. Yeah, and. You get his reasons for why he's doing what he does later, and I don't think it's good enough. My mom would have been pissed at me personally, but um, but yeah, they 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 pretty much tie the door shut so they can't get it open, and Lucas is trying to get it open, and uh, Main Dad's trying to help Homeboy keep the zombies out, and he's constantly like shoving the bat through the door, and he just tells Lucas break it, just fucking break the door, then just fucking break that shit, and he starts swinging like dude. The actors in this entire scene shine the most in this moment because I really believe that Lucas, that, that kid, was losing his mind trying to get through that door. Like, he just kept swinging yeah, frantically yeah. trying to break it. I'm just like, please, please get them through, get them through. And of course, of course, as, as he's trying to break it, homeboy is holding the door shut and he gets bitten <sighs> by a zombie whose head's sticking through the doorway. And like the way he, he kind of looks down and is like crap, like like he yeah. knows right away what what's gonna. But like like even so, like he's still holding on. And and he's holding the door shut. Main dad hits the zombie away and bats her head through the door and is trying hard to shut it. And that's when homeboy just goes, "Hey, buddy," and that's how you know their dynamic completely had changed throughout the whole movie. He calls him buddy for the first time. Is this he, hey? He called him that to start with, but not like in a like in a. That's why way. it was just like, like just like hey buddy, like you. But now it's like hey buddy, like you yeah, know, like that, hey friend. That's what made it all the more bitter because it was a callback to the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And you know what it reminded me of? You're gonna get you're, you're gonna laugh, but it reminded me of later, buddy. Wait, you're in Lagan. The last thing oh Kamina says. That's what it reminded me of. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. I see. It's just the wording. It's just I love Girl in the God. Understand it. I will bring it up every time I can. And I, I do the same thing with another thing. That yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll have a more connection to it a little bit here, but yeah. And he tells him, "Hey, take care of my wife. Take her. Take your daughter and go. Oh, take care of him, please. Promise me you'll take care of him." Essentially, is what he says. And you and there's see, still, there's still two more moments here that really like highlight why he's such a cool character. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, he's saying that, and then they're having a hard time, you know, he, his wife doesn't want to leave him, and then uh, you know, his main daddy's like, he, like, you know, he's like, go get out of here. And as she's running back, he turns and says, he says out a name, and then uh, I forgot what the name he gave, but he was like, that's the name of our child. Because that was a thing that had come up earlier, was that, like, she called their baby Sleepy because uh, he hadn't yet thought of a name for, for yeah. the kid. Yeah, and it's such a good and that moment. that was a really, like, like man, that, like, kind of, like, tugged, and I was like, oh, Before man. that, though... You can see that the main dad, he looks at him and you can tell that he's, you can see it, like the actor does such a great job, it's, he's contemplating everything. He's like, no, there's got to be a way to get this, get you out of this. And the realization that hits him that he has to leave him. And yeah. you see him just yeah. go like, he literally just like winces, shuts his eyes and can't look at him. He says, I'm sorry. And then runs. And that's when you get the moment he where. Has, yeah, grabs his uh, uh, homeboy's wife to, to pull her away. And that's when you see her walking towards him in utter 
shock. Because she can't believe that he he's she's gonna lose him. She knows she's gonna lose him. And that's yeah. when he tells her our child's name. That's 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 their name. And the glass breaks, the zombies start pouring in. Main dad grabs everybody. Or he grabs them, runs over, and as he runs over is when uh, by this point, Lucas has broken the glass and has got his arm through the second door so they can't shut it on him. And that's when Main Dad shows up and gets the door pulled open and starts pulling everybody through. And while yeah. he's doing that, Homeboy is still fighting the zombies. Right, it's, right. So a thing that happens uh, with these zombies, like, uh, you know, the like how you know they're changing, like they, they get like really veiny, like these red veins all over the face, and their eyes kind of turn like a, a pale grayish color. Yeah, they almost this, look this like cataracts. You're right, yeah. And this starts happening to homeboy, but then he wills himself back to like his eyes being radio like for like a, a couple times, and I was like, "Dang, this guy's yeah. willpower! He literally, he, he, he literally, literally came he out of Gurren held, held a body up of a zombie and held the entire yeah. group off as long as he could. And it fucking blew my mind, dude. He's such a badass. Forever one of my favorite characters in any form of media. Like, but they he gets through the door. He's getting everybody through. There's only one person who still can't make it through. Who's still halfway through that that area, and it's the elderly woman. And she catches yeah, eyes yeah, with her. She catches eyes with her sister, and her sister's like, you know, like, oh no. And she just shakes her head and says, no, I can't. Like, zombie takes her. You see the other sister scream, and it's upsetting because yeah, that that sister that dies. Dad was the the nice the, the doting one. I, yeah, like, the, I'm assuming probably the slightly older sister. Um, they shut the door. The... Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, they shut no, the door. She's the one that was the more compassionate one that would do that. Like, uh, you know, according to your sister, like the, you know, put herself, uh, put others before herself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, but everybody gets in except for her and homeboy. And immediately main dad is on top of the businessman and he fucking belts him one and is screaming at him. Like, why did you yeah. do this to us? Like, if they had just not locked the door, they could have he, gotten everybody out. And it just, it's such an emotional moment because he's screaming at him. And of course, that fucking piece of shit of a human being. Like, I could have forgiven a lot up until this point for his way of thinking. Maybe it wasn't his intention. But this moment no, where yeah. he stands up and says, oh, he's infected. Look at him. Look at his eyes. He's infected. They're all yeah, infected. When he starts outright lying about it, this is really huge. He's been like kind of like uh, towing the line of like okay like you know the line of like pretty much outright villainy. This is when he like hopscotches right over it. Yeah, a hundred percent, and it and it kind of pisses me off, dude. Like I just like I just and then you have it like you have this moment where they're all standing there like bewildered because it's like we literally just fought to get everybody here, and this is what you're gonna do. And of course, when the silence settles in, the worries of others start screaming and say get out of the train and the guy who's in charge quote unquote the the steward whatever his fucking yeah. name is says the people who have just arrived please get into the next cart you are no longer welcomed and it's just like are you fucking kidding me yeah are yeah. you fucking kidding me which i mean okay that sucks but then it, it ultimately ended up being like good for them because they put him in the cart ahead of them and uh, guess what happens to the cart these guys were on? Yeah, they, they get put into the other cart. They lock the, they, the cart that they got kicked out of locks the door the same way. They use a bunch of shirts and stuff to tie it shut the door. Mm -hmm. And then you see the uh, younger sister of the two sisters, the older, sitting there giving her, sh her sister shit. Like she's standing there looking at her through the glass because she's now a zombie. And it's mm -hmm. like, why did you do that? You always think of others first. You are so fucking stupid for that shit. I, again, I'm paraphrasing. Don't quote me. Yeah, and she's she's just basically like, just mad at the world. Basically, like she's just kind of like, kind of venting out and like, you know. And I love it because she literally essentially says, "Fuck it," and opens the door. <laughs> this is like, if there was like a. Like heavy metal, it would like like a, the a track from like Doom twenty sixteen would start playing here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when all the zombies rushing into the thing, <laughs> and they the zombies rush in and start killing everybody, and your and your thoughts are like finally justice is Almost served everyone. is served, and then you realize uh, all of a sudden this, the train starts coming to a screeching halt. Because you find out that the path to Busan is completely destroyed. The train yard that they've entered 
is got a bunch of flip train stuff on fire. Just yeah, on fire. And man, this is, this is another one of those like a that hope spot where it's like, okay, finally they they can rest easy a bit. And nope, no, there's no rest here. There is no. Yep, and that's that's what I mean. It's all about sacrifice. This whole movie is all about that. We're gonna we're gonna kind of pick up the pace a little bit here just because of the of the time. But yeah, there's actually still quite a bit. But I, I feel like these podcasts are more just to give me an idea of of what we watched and what we liked about it. And yeah, there's a lot about this movie that I like. That's why I'm like hitting a bunch of things all the way to the end. So the conductor pulls this up and says, "Everybody, I'm gonna go get another train." Which, by the way, motherfucking employee of the year he never stopped doing his fucking job he yeah, was yeah uh, he he stuck with it to the very end yep the very end yeah and uh so he goes off uh, to go find another train and he says everybody yeah yeah everyone convert over ca- carefully and that's when you see you know the main group get off you know now it's just main dad a uh, homeboy's wife the daughter homeless man Lucas and the girlfriend. <laughs> and uh um, right, that's that's what he's called, but every time you hear you refer to him as homeless man. And I know that's what he's called. I don't I he doesn't have a name. What do you want to call him? Fucking uh what's the what's the Muppet from the fucking Muppets? The Gonzo? No, the one that lives in the trash can. Oh, the, the Sesame uh Oscar the Grouch. Oscar, yeah, we want me to call him Oscar. But he's not really a grouch. I don't know. I, I, um, he's not really a grouch, he's just He's unfortunate. Fine, just call him homeless, man. That's fine. <laughs> but, uh... But they, uh... I don't... That was weird. Sorry about that. Uh, but they don't, uh... So they get off the train and they're trying to find their way through. And as they get off the train and they start walking, all of a sudden, the ground rumbles. Like, the rocks are literally bouncing off the ground. And a runaway train comes spilling through. Yeah. Hitting the train. Full of a... Full of zombies. Full of zombies. Flipping the train over on everybody. And they're trapped under this train now. And, they, and the main group gets separated from Lucas and the girlfriend. Because they went a different way, I believe. Um, and they're tra- uh, and they're trying. Because yeah. they don't get trapped under the train. No. They get um, separated from them. And they're like, what do we do? It's like, well, you just got to keep going. Like, that's what the that's what Lucas tells her. So they they... Go yeah, from train yeah. cart to train cart. And you have a moment where they're trapped under the train. They all look up and through the glass is nothing but zombies looking down at yeah, them. They're totally overrun with, uh, with zombies. And the dad finds an area to crawl out. He crawls out and tries to get them out. This like thing falls that covers the entrance. He has to pull that out. And while he's doing that, uh, the homeless guy is trying to get the, the daughter and... The, uh, the pregnant wife over to where that's at and the glass starts breaking and out of a sheer act of selflessness the homeless man picks up a pipe and tries to hold off the whole horde like, yeah. like her husband did just and like this is where he knows where he's going out like he's he's gone as far as he can go like this is uh, this is his moment to just yep. buy as much time as he can and the dad gets them out he, he gets overrun by the zombies the train car falls over and completely smashes anything that was underneath it Mm-hmm. Which includes the homeless man, unfortunately. And they get out and they start making their way towards the train. Cut back to another section. You have Lucas and uh, the girlfriend trying to figure out where to go. You find out that the businessman and the the Ugh. steward were still alive in the bathroom. And he yeah, literally uses the steward as a, as a meat shield. He's like, oh yeah, it's clear yeah, outside. He- Go check yeah, it he, out. It's clear. Go ahead and go. And then he pushes him out forward and then just books it. for And the, just for books the it. You see Lucas Pass. and the girlfriend trying to figure out what to do. And then you see him booking it through the train carts. Leaving fucking doors open so zombies can keep coming out. And he comes across yeah. them. Throws the girlfriend down the stairs towards the zombies. So she gets bit. Jumps through the window for, that they were trying honestly, to break. no reason. Like... It's one thing to shove her out of the way. He threw her behind her and down. Like exactly. I don't that, even understand. Like, like, oh, that was so frustrating. Lucas fights off the. Happen that way. He escapes through the window. Lucas fights off the zombies and shuts that door, and is holding his girlfriend essentially, and just saying, "I'm sorry. Like this shouldn't be this way." And a really tragic, like Romeo Juliet, she bites him. 
Yeah, but he's like waiting. Like he knows he's about she's about to, and he just accepts. It. He just doesn't. So. He he realizes he doesn't want to be without her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and then that's that's the end of their their kind of a story. There. Honestly, that's the saddest of them all, man. That to me, that's the saddest. Well, for me, it might be one of the saddest ones because it's such a. They were so young. And they had a they had yeah, a lot yeah. ahead of the saddest one is still coming up. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, it's it's definitely the saddest. Objectively, the saddest. You see the train conductor get the train. He's pulling up and telling people to get on, but the zombies are chasing. He sees the businessman. He's like, "Hurry, come on, come on!" And the businessman falls. The conductor jumps uh, off the train to go get him. The business him. businessman instead of taking the help, pulls him down, throws him into the zombies, gets up and runs for the train. Yeah, well, he did help him up, and but he did not return the favor because uh, then no. the he, he stumbled over and he the guy just like looks at him and then takes off running. Yep, and leaves that guy to be eaten by the zombies. The man who literally <sighs> did nothing wrong. He literally he he's like the Hodor of this fucking movie series. <laughs> like he literally had no no ulterior motive, no objective. He just did his job and tried to take care of everybody. And this is yeah. what he gets. This is his payment. You know what I mean? It's. It's some other bullshit. And at this point, I, I'm i like, if this motherfucker survives, I hate this movie. I hate this movie. Like, he survives, I fucking hate this movie. This movie's, this movie's stupid. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's literally how I felt in this moment. And then you see mm. the husband, or the, the main dad, his daughter, pregnant wife, run and get on the train. The zombies almost hold the train down with their weight because they start latching onto oh, yeah, each other. Yeah, because they start pulling and they, they, they each, it's like a big zombie daisy chain. Yeah, and he ends up kicking them off. They end up getting away and it's like, cool, they're on the train. I like, but they're on the train with the businessman. This is about to get fucking annoying. And then yeah. he goes to go check up the front of the train and he sees the businessman sitting there and he turns around and you see that he is zombified. When, when did he get bit? I don't remember. He probably got bit when he threw the the dude into the into the zombies, the train conductor. Had he already gotten bit at that point? I think he was either bit at that point or the point beforehand. Hmm. It doesn't really show. I'd have to go back and watch just to make yeah, sure. I don't remember exactly. Like, but I know at some like, point, he got bit. Happened, but... And he actually unlocks the door from the train car and walks out. And he's like, please help me. I'm trying to get home to my mom. I need to get to my mom. She lives in Busan. Like Her address is this. And the main dad looks at him and is like, you, you're you a zombie, dude. And the guy looks at his hands and is like, no, 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 no. And you see him go quiet and then attack. He's full-blown a zombie at this point. So not only did this motherfucker kill everybody, he is now in a central threat to the fa- to what's left of the main group. Yeah. And just to, to back up real quick, I, I don't know if, uh, if you had seen this or not, but I had seen that the way he was talking was uh, the way a child talks and yeah. like, uh, i guess i the theory was that like he kind of regressed to like a childhood state and like the way he was giving his address was like you know how a child would memorize a, an address so yeah, yeah. I, I don't I, even know if his mom's still there because that wasn't his intention i think i think no, he, he just kind of regressed to like some kind of childhood state and thought his mom was still there i know i i think he says earlier in the movie that he's trying to get to his mother at some point Maybe, but yeah, uh, just the. I but, read somewhere that the the way he's speaking, like. Uh, oh yeah, no, it's yeah. like the 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 virus was eating his brain essentially. He was re- he was something regressing. Like but he turned into the zombie. A fight ensues between the main dad and the pregnant wife and this fucking zombie now, to where it ends with him tying a chain around his waist, getting bit on the hand by this motherfucker, and then throwing him off the train. Uh, yeah, which I. I don't remember. I, I didn't get to watch to the very end of my rewatch, but like there was a point where I feel like he was able to grab the business deal a different way, but chose to like put his hand in his face, which Wait, I thought was kind of like, uh. He did it because the wife was like holding him off. She had her arms on his chest and he wrapped yeah. his hand around to grab him by the face because if not, he was going to bite her. That's why he did it. Mm, okay. He, 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 again, sacrifice. All about sacrifice, man. Yeah, he throws him off the train. He, the wife is freaking out. He puts her in and explains to her how to run the train before he changes. He grabs his daughter and puts her in the seat next to her. And his daughter is inconsolable. She is screaming. Yeah. She's crying. She's in tears. And she says, "You cannot go. You cannot leave me." 
because he promised her at the beginning of the movie that he wasn't going anywhere. Guess what? Mm-hmm. He can't keep it. And you know, yeah. he gives her one last hug. He pulls her hand off his off of his hand, and he runs out the train and shuts the door. And the wife is holding his daughter back. And this yeah. is the part that's gonna get you. And I'm gonna get into it because I know, I know this one's <sighs> a big one for you. He goes to the back of the train, and you can see him slowly changing. And the last thing that comes across his mind was the day his daughter was born. God. Him <laughs> holding her in his arms, just amazed. The yeah, fact he's, that he's literally flashbacking to to that moment, like his daughter's a newborn, and he's like, I, I don't know, it's like a, he's seeing her for the first time and just like holding her. She's wrapped like in a little blanket, and like the the scene, everything else around is just like a white light all around him. And man, that I like I was on the verge of tears. <laughs> oh, dude! By this point, I've I've already cried like six times. I'm not <laughs> even gonna lie. I was already in tears. When homeboy died and so this he, is the closest thing that anything's brought uh, me to tears other than clan ed i know i'm, I'm trying to get through clan ed I, I really want to watch it just saying like that one actually did like make me like legit cry <laughs> and the, his last memory as he falls off the back of the train and you get this nice scenic shot of the train traveling all the way to busan them coming to a stop the pregnant wife and the daughter getting down and walking through a mess of zombies that have been destroyed and killed and skewered on barricades and stuff like that. They hit the train tunnel and you see two military soldiers, a sniper and a spotter. And they go, hey, we have two. Man, you, this part really they, got me on edge again here. <laughs> yeah, because you again, you think that it's over and it's not. It's just, it never fucking ends, I swear to God. And they ask, should we... Uh, 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 terminate is like can you verify if they're zombie or humans like we cannot verify because they're looking down a dark tunnel you think they'd yeah, put lights down the fucking tunnel the, like what they can see but yeah they, they can't see any features or anything they just see two two figures walking down the tunnel now we didn't mention this at the beginning but the daughter had a play the beginning of the mm. movie that the dad didn't see and she sang the uh what was the song uh uh, the Hawaiian song that's like Aloha Oi, like that. Yeah, I think it's actually just called Aloha Oi. Probably, I, I'm not. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it's just called Aloha. She's singing Aloha Oi, and in the beginning, she sings it very poorly because her dad wasn't there. And the sniper at this point goes for is about to go for the shot. He's sighting up for the wife, put finger on the trigger, and all of a sudden he hears. The little girl singing in through her tears, Aloha Oi, as best as she can. Yeah. And dude, the wash of relief I got from when they realized that she that they were real, that they weren't zombies. I was like, oh my god, if they had died and the movie ended. I was, I was half expecting it to fade to black and you just hear gunshots and then that's what dude, it was in it. And I was dude, like, I was gonna be pissed if that's how Dude, it I would have been pissed too. Like I think I still would love the movie. I don't think I'd be able to watch it again after that. That would be a really like heavy ending. I mean that wouldn't that would also be good in a different way, like just like compelling. Yeah. But that would have been really depressing. Like honestly. Oh dude. Fuck yeah. It would have been Grave of the Fireflies depressing. Like <laughs> Yeah. Oh. And a little worse too, because I mean, at least that one. Okay, well, we can talk about it another day. Yeah, but uh, again, I will give this warning: do not watch *Grave of the Fireflies* if you are having a bad day. Like, do not, do not. That movie is not I'd something. Say don't even watch this if you're having a bad day. <laughs> True, um, but the but they realize that they're they're human. They go and grab them, and the movie kind of comes to an end as the soldiers are running out to go get them. Yeah, and. I. So there's that faint glimmer of hope that they'll at least uh, live on. Yeah. Live, you know, live the rest of their lives. Hope, you know. And I've ne- whatever life you can have at this point. I and I don't say this lightly. I have not seen a zombie movie that has grabbed my attention and moved me so much. Like I've seen a lot of zombie movies from back in the day till now, and I like I like a lot of them. They're all really good. This is the first not one. Even, that, uh, not even just a zombie, like a horror, like oh, just a movie in general. To me. Yeah, just a movie. In ge- that's true. Like I have not been gripped. Well, if we're going by movies in general, the last movie that actually got me like this before Train to Busan was the first Pacific Rim. Hmm. Like that grabbed a hold of me because that's very much my niche of what I like. Uh, and I, I just never thought I'd see it happen. But this movie took me on an emotional journey and I was 
not a hundred percent okay at the end of it, but I love the movie bad, no, for what yeah, it is. <laughs> and I was glad that I watched it. I'm glad I like anybody who's willing to watch it on my recommendation. Like that was one of the things I was talking with uh, my friend Sandy about. She had seen it too, and we were gushing about it. The one of the few times we had gone out to go, uh, I think it was to her volleyball game, and uh, we were just gushing about it for like an hour and a half with each other because the movie's so good. Yeah, it's uh, boy, is it something? I I I know you had been like uh, telling me to watch it for for quite a while, and, and I was never against it. I was just like, oh yeah, I'll get to it when I get to it. And then I finally did, and I was like, God, I, I was almost mad at you for me making me watch this because it made me so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I had warned you it was going to make you sad. I, I know. I, I, I guess I was expecting just like, okay, it's a horror movie. You know, people are going to die. That kind of a sad. It, it was more like of a apocalypse type movie. Like not not just a zombie. You know, I guess most zombie movies are apocalypse type movies. But like there was something about this that was like a... Have you ever watched the movie The Road? I have. That movie is absolutely depressing. <laughs> that kind of in that kind of a similar vibe but with zombies like you know okay, totally different movies but like the tone of it you know or uh um i've mentioned a couple the revenants like uh it, it's another very different movie but like it's that kind of like a journey to either for revenge redemption or just survival that kind of a thing but uh yeah this movie i i really enjoyed it you know all the all the uh, heartbreak aside <laughs> Oh, dude, the heartbreak was was intense. This movie was fantastic. Uh, I think we've pretty much said everything we want. We pretty much kind of went through the whole movie. Um, we did, but uh, after like, you'll, you'll, there's a lot of little things that you you oh, definitely yeah, yeah. Like, you know, watch out for. Which, like I said a minute ago, like the, our I think our podcast isn't so much to break down the movie completely, like piece by piece, but just to give you a general sense of you know what we liked about it. And yeah. why you should watch it. There's a lot that I liked about it. Um, yeah. It, we definitely recommend this. This is a much must watch. Even even if you're not a fan of horror, this is a must watch. Yeah. Um, I'd say even... Because at its core, it is a horror movie. Um, but there's a lot more to it than just that. Yeah. It's so definitely... if, uh, you know, if, if you can stomach it, if you can, uh, uh, you know, get through it, I, I would definitely highly recommend this. I showed this movie to a bunch of uh, people that normally don't watch horror movies, and they even they loved it. They're like, I'm usually not up for zombies or gore or stuff like that, but this was a this was an amazing movie. Yeah, I hate you for showing isn't it to me. Too bad in this. Like, there are definitely gorier uh, zombie movies, and that, that's fine because this isn't about that. It's it's just about their uh, like you said, their survival and the sacrifice that it takes to get there. Yeah, exactly. So uh, if you're squeamish, you know, there's some moments here and there, but it's not that bad. It's not too bad. It's uh, not like, a, you know, a Day of the Dead or anything like that. Or like a saw or something like that. Oh, yeah, you no. Know, it, it, it's like blood and skin and entrails and guts and, you know, all that other stuff. But with all that being said, what would you rate this movie? Uh, mm, I mean... I'm trying to think of if what exactly if there was anything I didn't like about it. Like, there's very few, very there's, few things that I there's I almost nothing about. I didn't like about it. I, again, other than like the tropey stuff that kind of happens, but that that's all minor. I think that's minor. sometimes like unnecessary for for this because you know what? I, I'd give it a ten. I'll just I'll just okay. go with that. You know, I'm glad we we're on the same page. I would absolutely give it a ten out of ten. This movie's almost perfect in my opinion. It's not, yeah. but as far as it's st storytelling, the cinematography, the music, everything about it is just amazing. So it's a 10 out of 10. I'd give it a fat man seal of approval. But I guess... Seal or is that the gripping hamburger? The gripping hamburger, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I need to think of something better. That it looks more like a hamburger, I guess. Uh, yeah, we gotta... We'll figure that out. But uh, but yeah, no. I or it's do you want to or do you want to make the seal just chat hazard seal of approval? Yeah, that's fine. Because like, yeah, it's the chat hazard seal of approval. Like, this is definitely a must watch. It's a, a double seal. There we go. Because if one of us could really like something, the other one would be just like mostly like it. But yeah, we, we I think we're both pretty, pretty. Oh, so the chat has a double seal of approval. Yeah. 
yeah, no, I'm, I'm good with that. 100% recommend this movie. And if you guys have made it this far into the podcast, we definitely appreciate you guys joining us on this ride. Uh, again, if you haven't seen the movie, on this why are you ride? on <laughs> on this <laughs> podcast? Sorry, I do a lot of things. Okay. No, I'm I'm saying on because this movie was about a train. God. Oh. Keep up with me, man. Oh well, excuse <laughs> me. All right. <laughs> Fuck off. But yeah, guys, thank y'all for tuning in. If y'all are listening to us on on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, please give us a five star rating so we can go ahead and get in front of more ears. And if you want to keep in touch with us or give us suggestions or anything like that, you can find us at Chat Hazard at uh, on our Twitter or on Instagram, right? Yeah, Instagram, uh, Twitter is at Chat Hazard. Uh, our email is Chat Hazard Podcast at gmail.com. We have a Reddit, which is also Chat Hazard, and, and uh, also our our site. Just go to ChatHazard.com, and that'll take you straight to our anchor page. Right, where you can definitely find more of our episodes. And if you feel so kindly to support us, please do, because it allows us to do more more episodes and we can also start doing some more content a little more frequently yeah i mean we'd be doing this anyway even if we were dirt poor but hey we really appreciate the support yeah and if you want to catch us on our personal socials just look for for me fat hazard or fat underscore hazard you will more than likely find me on any of them and for me just at riorgu on on most things but yeah thank you guys for joining us this week and we will see y'all next week i'll take care peace later